This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 5th, 2019. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Strong hand. Offended by selling. Be a unique beast. Unconfiscatable. Holder of last resort. World Reserve Crypto. Bitcoin is the apex predator. All right, everybody. Check out all the links below. See all my old shows at disruptmeister.com. It's seriously, you can learn a lot. Over 1,300 shows there. And uh, and they're still, you could still learn from them today. Uh, Techball, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That's who I am. That's where I am on Twitter. I'm tweeting out stuff all day long. Uh, depends on where you are, if it's night or day. Okay, a new show here every single day. Let us start out. And remember, if you have questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. Bitcoin Meister to the chat. I will answer your questions during this show live. I love to answer your questions. And speaking about questions and commenters and 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 acting, uh, I mean, being uh, in motion here and being part of the team and Anyway, here's a guy in the comments section interacting with me. That's the word I was looking for. Sitting in the sky said, probably the best savings account ever devised by man. I love that line. Sitting in the sky, you left it in the comments section about Bitcoin. Probably the best savings account ever devised by man. 20 percenters need to wake up to this now, okay? So many people aren't able to defer gratification and they're not going to they're not going to be able to appreciate such a line. The best savings account ever devised by man, that is Bitcoin. That is what we're sitting on right now. That is uh, you have a chance to be part of it uh, right now. So, uh, a lot of people that's not very glamorous to them, they want the altcoin flavor of the month. They want uh, it can do magical things. They don't care about savings and deferral gratification. They don't know. They're not 20 percenters. 20 percenters they think long-term. They pound that like button. They do what the shirt says, buy and hold, strong hand. All right. Now, on that same note, Jason Abacher uh, in, in a tweet says, you forgot the part about the most secure form of wealth storage on the planet. Yeah, a lot of people do forget that. A lot of people don't care about it being the most secure form of wealth storage on the planet. Okay. So it's, it's the greatest, uh, the best savings account ever devised by man and a lot, and it's the most secure form of wealth storage on the planet. How can you avoid this? If you're a long-term thinker, how can you not be a part of it? And he also points out, you can move it across political boundaries seamlessly. Yeah. That is also a bonus. A lot of people do not understand that because a lot of people have only lived their entire life in the United States or some other country where uh, they, they cannot even fathom uh, having to flee with all your wealth and not having to worry about it being confiscated. So uh, Transit98 says, Bitcoin Meister, I love you. My goal is to buy 10 Bitcoin over the next year, dollar price average, or buy in $1,000 chunks. Any other advice? Well, no, just a do dollar cost average. Dollar cost average it. Why not? I mean, or do you have, um, I mean, if you happen to have a 90, if you have a $76,000 sitting around, you should just do it right now. Why not? Uh, 
<laughs> but if you don't, then yeah, you have to. That's the only thing you can do is, is dollar cost. Let me see. My goal is to buy 10 bit over the next year, dollar price average or buy on a thousand dollar chunk. No, uh, well, but, but I mean, that's a thousand dollar chunk. If you bought a thousand dollar chunks, that would take 76 weeks. Uh, well, at this point, it would. Uh, but that is dollar cost averaging. That's you're buying, it's the same dollar, dollar price averaging or buying a, a, just. A, a, <laughs> whatever you feel comfortable with. I, I only compare it. I'm thinking either you buy it in chunks over a spread out period of time or you buy it all at once. Those, those are my two options right there. Okay. So if you happen to have $76,000 laying around, you should just do it now. Um, you know, again, I don't give financial advice. I'm just saying theoretically type of stuff, but what the heck, <laughs> uh, pound that like button, dude. Thank you for the, thank you for the question. And, uh, and who's this says, and gummy bear says, Please define 20 percenters versus 80 percenters. 20 percenters produce uh, most of uh, what you see in the world. 20 percenters are the ones that don't sit around complaining all day doing not 80 per 80%, 20 percent. The rough numbers are 20 percent of uh, the people in any industry produce 80 percent of, of the products. Um, there's just uh, in general in the population, 20 the top 20 percent produce produce a heck of a lot, control a lot of the wealth. And uh, th there are reasons for this, and you want to be part of them. You want to be in the productive class, not in the uh, the the eighty percent class that is, is sometimes not smart. They don't do smart things. And again, twenty percenters make plenty of mistakes too. They make plenty of mistakes also. But you just always want to be with that twenty percent mentality, long term thinker. Uh, you know the ability to 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 not be impulsive. <laughs> so, so so there you go. That that that's a rough thing, and it's. Uh, you can, there's all, there's all sorts of different theories about it. I, 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 mine's a very uh, simple one that people can get. Just try to be, try to be in the top tier. Okay. You want to be in the top tier of everything in, in life in, in terms of productive productivity. Uh, so you don't have to deal with some of the, uh, the lower tier issues. And again, not, it, it would be nice if the, if society was split up in, in a different way, if, 30% of the people produced uh, 70%. You know, if it was, if the top 30% were as productive as the current top 20%, but that's just, that's just not the way it is. The, the top, when you're, when you're in the top 20%, they're producing an incredible amount uh, of the productivity uh, in, in, in any industry, in any uh, society. So, and then even the, the top 20 of the 20%, they're like the, the uber productive. Those are the Bitcoiners, right? All right. Pound that like button. And I want to, you know, speaking about interacting here with everyone, thanks for the people who tried to get me on the Joe Rogan show that someone tweeted it out. It's linked to below. You can retweet it. Uh, hey, you know, anyone can dream. But I got to say, there's another Adam that would really do the trick, okay? Uh, I mentioned the the boxer, Adam, uh, Adam Kalnacki, who is a huge Bitcoin fan. Well, that dude, just like the Joe Rogan fan show, is on the border of mainstream 80 percenter society and the, the 20 percenter society uh, where people are long term thinkers and, and make good investments. He's he's definitely uh, attracts people from both because he's in the Bitcoin. He would be a great guest on Joe Rogan's show because he's going to be talking about boxing and fighting, which, you know, all the 80 percenters just love that kind of stuff. Uh, but he will bring up Bitcoin and he will introduce uh you know, it'll help his career too, I'm sure. And Joe Rogan likes to talk about fighting. 
And then Joe Rogan was talking about Bitcoin. So I, I nominate that guy as like the perfect dude for the Joe Rogan show to talk about Bitcoin. No, he's not a he's not a Bitcoin genius like Andreas, but he can talk the talk with the uh, the eighty percenters who also watch the uh, and get them enthused and maybe uh, uh, turn some of them into twenty percenters. Who knows? You never know. Uh, but so yeah, I like I just thought about that uh, and. Moving on here, the biggest supply shock in the history of financial markets. That is the halving that is coming up in 2020. And Tor de Meester has a tweet that is about one of my uh, favorite subject matters, crypto dividends. He, uh, he says, someone pointed out, uh, also consider free dividends in the form of Bitcoin's forks, BCH, BTG, during 2017. Indeed. These should be added to Bitcoin's returns. You see, he's got that insider information. He understands people were valuing their wealth in fiat and they were saying, well, this, this altcoin did better than Bitcoin during this time period, but they were not factoring in that you get interest on your Bitcoin through crypto dividends. And of course, Tordemeister, who is a genius, who is, uh, I mean, he knows what he, he understands that he, you get crypto dividends. In 2017, especially, you got a lot of crypto dividends, a great return on just holding Bitcoin. And again, why do I love crypto dividends so much? Because it encourages logical people, the 20 percenters, to hold, to not fall into those traps and to be impulsive. They are, it rewards all the important, the, the, the savers, the holders, the, the holders of last resort. They make up, they are very important in the whole Bitcoin ecosystem. Okay. And a lot of people don't want to be it because there's no, they don't think there's any glamour involved. They don't think there's a, a they, they can't see the benefits. There you go. That's a very easy benefit to see crypto dividends interest. So, yeah, you get that's your public service announcement of the day. Tordemeister understands what insight that this is, the, the cryptos are important. He knows crypto dividends are important. He knows the insider information. I know the insider information. Do you understand the insider information? I hope you do by this point. If you've been watching this show uh, long enough, you should know that. And it's great to see Tordem Meester talking about crypto dividends. He should talk about it more. Because again, it is an insider information because we don't talk about it enough. The the uh, the intellectual Bitcoin elite like uh, Tordem Meester, they should they should bring it up more. They don't. Um, but hey, it, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Uh, it, you should. It, it's out there. It is out there. Uh, sometimes the information does not come easy. You got to do your own research. You got to find shows like this. Again, if you want uh, fancy sets and graphics, you're never going to find out about this kind of thing. And anyways, that's your own thing. You can end up complaining of being a no coiner four years later. That's it's not my fault. It's again, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. That's how we do it on this show, baby. Anyone could go any way you want to. There are long-term consequences. Uh, and it's your own fault. If <laughs> Anyway. A no, and, and so speaking of Tur Demeester, he has a great new report out there. Just, just stop watching this show right now and read the report. It is, it's good. He's always got a note on the Bitcoin rally, it's called. In our previous update, well, I'm going to read you a bunch of it now, so maybe you don't have to stop the show. <laughs> and again, a lot of people can't read, so maybe they'll understand this a little bit better if I read it to them. In our uh, previous update, we suggested these medium-term price drivers for the Bitcoin price. Accumulation by family offices and institutions. Yeah, I think that's going on. I think that's going on. Non-selling by Bitcoin miners as profit margins recover. Yeah, I, I also think that is going on toward Easter. 
And uh, that non-selling by Bitcoin miners is going to increase as the halving hype comes closer, as the halving gets closer. Uh, some minor fear of missing out from real retail investors. Yeah, that's probably going on. I don't exactly know about that, uh, but good, good point. Um, and then he says, however, it appears, I probably skipped something there. He says, it appears we underestimated one factor, capital flight from uh, China. Okay. And uh, maybe that's going on. I've always thought the China thing has been hyped. You're starting to think maybe it isn't. Uh, again, a lot of you always are look for reasons. Why? Why? Why is this happening? Well, there, there are some whys right there. He gives some reasons why, um, if you care about it. Again, over time, I'm going to tell you right now, the one thing that is unavoidable is the uh, the the, the non-selling by miners, the accumulation of, of the Bitcoin. Instead of just mining the Bitcoin and then selling it right away, just keeping more and more of it. So less of it comes on the market. So that is something that we saw uh, leading up uh, to the to the halving in 2016, and we will see that again. Now, uh, a, another quote is from there is, what we found is remarkable. Bitcoin's current parabolic curve represents the fastest increase in unrealized profits since 20, January 2012. And again, that's unrealized profits. That's, he's talking about fiat value. He's talking about uh, fiat value. It is a uh, let me read you that again. I just lost my place. Uh, we found is remarkable. Bitcoin's current parabolic curve represents the fastest increase in unrealized profits since uh, January 12. So yeah, if you do a uh, if you do one of those nice fancy graphs, you see it's whoop, it's it's the biggest slope or quickest uh, <laughs> biggest line, just sudden upward uh, movement since January of uh, 2012. Uh, but it, hey, and is is that sustainable? Who knows? But it is a it's a noteworthy uh, uh, observation on his point. Uh, John Stramina says, "Greetings from Malibu, Malibu, dude. You are living a good life if you're in Malibu. I have never I've never been there before. Um, it's not far from where I am right now. Uh, it's a good good life out there, dude. Very very good for you. Uh, but again, value your wealth in Bitcoin, not in uh, beachfront property, because." Uh, that can always uh, fall into the sea if there's ever, God forbid, an earthquake. Your Bitcoin will not. Your Bitcoin is earthquake resistant. Your property in Malibu is not. Pound that like button. I just made that up and pulled that out of my. All right. Now, Mizir Mahmadouf, he says, when Bitcoin hits $20,000 soon, and again, Value your wealth in Bitcoin, not in dollars, not in Malibu property. But again, he's talking to the masses here. The world will wake up because we're one day closer to 20K for all you free out freaks. The world will wake up to the fact that Bitcoin is here to stay. Many high profile people will start being vocal about owning Bitcoin as everyone who ever bought Bitcoin will be in profit. So, yeah. There's a lot of closet Bitcoin holders out there that might have bought like at 15,000, 16,000, and they didn't want to talk about it very much. And they might be like popular people that you've heard of that in the mainstream. Again, we, we know that, uh, that you know, it's all about the counterculture here, the personal responsibility. But still, there's some mainstreamers who got into Bitcoin, uh, and they're probably silent. But once it gets back to that all-time high in terms of fiat, everyone will be a genius again, and they'll be, they'll be bragging about it. And that will help fuel more people to get in, and those people will complain that you know they bought at a hundred thousand and it fell down to forty thousand, et cetera, et cetera. In the future, we've been through the cycle many times. Look up the two hundred ten thousand block theory. 
I talk about it on this show uh, in the often. So check out disruptmeister.com to see those old ones. All right, Vention sent $5 in the super chat. Thank you very much. Adam, you should be uh, fair about this and share your Bitcoins with the proletariat. If you share, you'll make 80% part of the 1%. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many people uh, that, that want me to do something like that. There's so many people and, and those that, 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 that are envious of people who have made smart decisions. And they're like, no, it's, that's unfair that you're doing well. You should have, you should have to share with the, the, everyone else. You should, have to, you should feel guilty about that. You should, be, you should be guilted and shamed because you're wealthy and you need to solve the, uh, the poor, poor people's problems. It, it's your responsibility to do that, um, even though they never listen to you. And uh, no, it's, yeah, it's total, uh, it's total nonsense, Fenton. Total nonsense. And there are actually people in the Bitcoin space who think that way. And that's awesome. You know why? Because you, this space does not discriminate. You can, you can bring ludicrous ideas here. And it's uh, may the best man win here. If you got a ludicrous idea, be ready. This is where the big boys play. And uh, it will be shot down. And maybe you'll have to rethink your premise. But uh, no, I, I encourage everyone to look out for yourself. Look out for yourself. Try to, try to get more. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad you're doing well. If people aren't listening to you now, and then you know, four years later, you're a millionaire, that they're entitled, they have no claim against you. They have nothing against all these people out there. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk all these gatekeepers, the gatekeepers of the world say, well, you can't be accepted to our society unless you uh you pay the price. You 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 have to be guilted and shamed and you have to uh, give up some of your wealth and then we'll like you. <laughs> Fitting in is overrated, totally. Fitting rated, that's how you become poor. You, you won't be you won't be a twenty percent or long if you, if you care about uh, fitting in. How about that? All right, thank you for uh, again. If you like these type of subject matters that Vention has uh, brought out in me, watch the Saturday Beyond Bitcoin show. I think we're going to have a great one this Saturday. I've got a lot of stuff written down. It's always a fun time. Okay, and we got to talk about gold. We got to talk about gold right now uh, before and uh, gold money. Isn't isn't Schiff Peter Schiff in charge of gold money? They've got a tweet out there that Bitcoin is physically heavier than gold. <laughs> They're trying to fight back against Bitcoin with some really convoluted thought process. I link to it below. Everything I talk about is linked to below. So check it out. Um, anyway, they're trying to fight back. Let them. Let them, you know. And Tour de Meester, who I've mentioned a few times today, he speaks up. He, he likes gold still. I mean, that's his prerogative. And he tries to calm these people down. And it, he says, in my opinion, you guys are too reactionary. This could hurt you. I love gold, as do many younger investors. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> and I have a gold money. I've had a gold money account since 2011. Please give us reasons to continue loving gold without hating on Bitcoin. Well, that is probably a good advice. I, I don't know good reasons to continue loving gold, to tell you the truth. Uh, and, uh, so let them try to hate on Bitcoin. If people want to, you know, they want to have rocks still, that's, that's their, uh, that's their prerogative. That's their, no, it's, it's not heavy. It's not physically heavier than gold. Uh, but they, they, they're trying to say it is. So you can believe it if you want to. Now, uh, it, you can also believe the world is flat. It's et cetera, et cetera. It's whatever you want, whatever you want people. Now, uh, you, it's just, don't come complain to me in four years that you, you didn't understand now that you're poor and you, you that I owe you something. I owe you nothing. I owe you. I owe you. That, that's that's what you got to learn in life. You don't owe anyone anything, man. What the heck do you owe? And 
they if they're doing the, the wrong thing, you they, they gotta fix their own personal responsibilities and do counterculture. It's that simple. All right, Vitalik, Ethereum Vitalik has a comment about uh, BSV. And I'm only sharing this because I don't like the word he uses. He says, Ethereum's Vitalik Buterin slams Bitcoin, uh, slams BSV. I almost said something else. Obviously a complete scam, he calls it. All right. So why I'm pointing this out is he is not scared of the lawsuit machine over there. He, and that is good for him not to be intimidated. Again, he, val he values his wealth partially in Bitcoin. He has Bitcoin. He, has, he knows his wealth is going to be taken away. He knows that he can't be sued. That if uh, that if what's his, that if uh, Jim Jones tried to sue him, if BSV tried to sue him, he would laugh in their faces. He's setting a good example there. He's he's speaking his mind, and he knows he's not going to get to. That would be great. It would be hilarious if they they tried to uh, they try. What are they gonna, what are they going to take from Vitalik? I mean, he he could. It would be yeah. They 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 would not. They they're bullies. They don't pick on someone their own side, or they don't pick on someone that's uh, that bigger than them. Uh, they 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 they're gonna they're gonna try to make examples out of whoever to you know try to intimidate that they're the the lawsuit machine they're 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 compliant the compliant coin it's I don't know why anyone would even want to be a part of that um they're like the tattletales of, of cryptocurrency uh, you know this isn't compliant this is going to this is going to go away. Uh, you know, this is you're not government. We're government compliant. This coin shouldn't exist. This is this is the BSV mentality. It's so weird that people want to be like so compliant and follow. I mean, it's their prerogative to blindly follow what the government says. They're the guys during World War II who would report the people hiding Jewish people. They're that that's that type of mentality. Well, I mean, that's what the law is. I got to report to the I got to report to the government. We're got to be compliant. They were hiding Jews. We have to. We have to be compliant. Oh, nothing wrong. This is again, and that mentality. There were people like that. There, 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 there were people like that. Oh, no, that's the rule. Let's let's report. Let's be compliant. I mean, there's this. <laughs> this is. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I, I can't understand it. I, 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 I don't understand the nature of compliance in some people. And then uh, again, there's there's some. I mean, and that's definitely taking it to an extreme there, but. It doesn't end well, uh, compliance. All right, We Dinga says, did you see uh, Did you see Vitalik uh, rapping on EdCon? I wonder, e ETH bag holder. You know, I saw people were trying to tweet about that. It's just noise, dude. I, I don't care what the dude does on his personal time. And, you know, that he's uh, he's dorky. He has dorky rap. Oh, wow. That's, that's surprising that an incredible genius does a dorky rap. All right. He's richer than everybody. He gets the last laugh, trust me. Um, I, 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 you know, people try to pick on uh, Vitalik for like these uh, totally. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just uh, fri frivolous reasons, fri frivolous, uh, superficial reasons, totally superficial re reasons. It's it's envy. It's total envy of the guy. I, I mean, what, I'm, I'm not the biggest Ethereum fan in the world, but he's he's clearly a genius. All these people, are like, Vitalik's an idiot. I mean, that that's your that's not an argument. Uh, all right. Uh, finally, and I say, you know, speaking about altcoins real quick, uh, and speaking about centralized ones like BSV, but even more centralized like Ripple. Now, this might be better than Ripple. The block crypto says, uh, let's see, Facebook plans to create an uh, independent foundation to manage its cryptocurrency. We'll charge members $10 million licensing fee for rights to operate nodes. Okay, uh, 
that will uh, probably, and again, that sounds, they're straight up saying it. Obviously, they're going to be very centralized, but eh, it sounds a little bit better than Ripple, maybe. It's Facebook. <laughs> and that will probably get them into a top 10, a top 10 coin, even though they're like supposedly a stable coin that they want to be. Plans the, to license out the right to operate nodes on its new crypto network, currency network, charging companies $10 million a piece for the privilege. Node operators will also be allowed to send a representative to the independent foundation. So they're coming up with some foundation. I guess that'll make governments happy that uh, they're, they're not that set. It's independent. It, is really, it really isn't Facebook printing their own money. I don't know. Uh, hopes to launch its network with 100 nodes generating a billion dollars in licensing fees. That'd be amazing. Amazing. The firm then plans to use these fees to back its cryptocurrency with a basket of currencies and low risk securities from different countries. You know what? Part of this is gobbledygook. I don't, I don't know. They basically found a way to, to raise a billion dollars. Okay. And they think they found a way to raise a billion dollars. It's going to have a lot of money. It's going to be big. It's going if, they, if they're able to pull this off, if people are like, oh, I want a Facebook node, whatever the heck that is, on this private blockchain. Well, it's not private, it's public because they say it's public because it's like Ripple. All right. Wh whatever they come about, there'll be all there'll be people tossing millions of dollars at them. Let them try, let them try to do this. I think it will be big for the space. I, I think a lot of it is clearly nonsense. And uh some of the people might not even know what they're talking about. Um, but hey, it will bring attention to cryptocurrency. If they end up with a circulating cryptocurrency on their on their tremendous platform that can be changed into Bitcoin on other platforms on exchanges, it will be good for the space. If you want to buy uh, a uh, a ten million dollar note node, then hey, yeah, you can do that. I'm, you'll be able to brag to your friend. There might be rich people that'll be like, yes, I own a ten million dollar Facebook node, whatever that is. Uh, and yeah, good for that. Uh, Roman Q, finally, finally, I hope that newcomers find this channel as opposed to the no coin hyper waivers who are telling people to sell their precious Bitcoins, but 80 percenters will be 80 percenters. No, yeah, I hope people find my channel too, but they won't. They will find all the 80 percenter channels uh, before mine. That's just, that's the way it works. That's, they know how to, they go, they clickbait titles that go with the YouTube algorithm. I don't do those. They do those. I am a Bitcoiner. I am not a YouTuber. Thus, the new people, 80 percenters, they will find the, the YouTubers before they find the Bitcoiner. Pound that like button. That's just the way it is. You're lucky. Uh, you're not lucky. You're smart that you're here. You're 20 percenter most likely. Well, thanks a lot, everybody. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the link section below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Click on those squares. Strong hand. I will see you guys uh, in the chat right now. Crypto dividends.